Listen or perish. Sacrifice your morals. Fill your brain with trash. Enjoy the show. Welcome to a special Halloween episode of Trash for Brains. <laughs> Hi, Steve. Hey, Phil. <laughs> What's up? This is a podcast where we needlessly nitpick a movie of ours or your choosing. My name's Philip Kinney, and with me as always is Stephen Wallowich. You fooled. I've kept talking like this the whole episode. <laughs> I felt like I was going to lose it. <laughs> I'm not going to lose it. I'm going to talk like this for the rest of the show. Oh, no. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, are you Because this is a long movie. This is very, very long movie. Very long. Two hours. I don't even know it was that long, man. It is, yeah. Um, It felt longer, to, to be honest it, with you, dude. It, like, it felt this movie, a long time. You really felt the fucking the time. Well, I mean, you think. I think the longest... Obviously, the movie we are referring to is Creep Show, nineteen eighty two. Creep Show, <laughs> spooky. <laughs> uh, it's directed by Romero, written by Stephen King, or at least the screenplay was. Uh, Romero, the legend, no longer with us. Romero, <laughs> Romero, he's a mob boss. <laughs> what? But what? What? What's the tag of this movie on the cover? Just, I don't know. It's moving. I can't read it. No, what? It's the most fun you'll ever have being scared. Okay, first off, I wasn't scared lie. at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is some of these are are good. Um, you know, what most I, of it's it's like it's corny in a bad way. But like, they wanted the comic book feel. It doesn't work, man. I think sometimes it works. It's like, but like the like what works for me, like the animation they do in the prologue and the epilogue is cool. The going from the comic book into the stories, yeah. I think that works. That works, but not but like the weird little assets they do throughout the stories. Like the, I'm trying to think of the word I'm using. I, don't, I mean, I don't want to say like cinematography, but the way they shot, like so they had the, like, the scare scenes when people are like, "Oh God!" and it's yeah. like the comic book shit coming behind them. Right? Like, okay, right. that you could have yeah, like that these out. like weird graphics that they overlay yeah. over. Like maybe at the time that was yeah. cool. Honestly, yeah, like it might have been. It just they could have left it out. It didn't age well. <laughs> no, no, it didn't. It's not too bad. Yeah. It's just to me, it distracts from how good some of these could have been. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind if you know, like this movie got remade with the technology now. Sure, I know there's a TV series on Shutter. I think. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I haven't seen it, but I mean, like, like I like Shutter. So yeah. So they they they. This movie and its sequel, and it's so funny that Creepshow 2 came out, I think, five years later, mm-hmm. and just way different, you know? They still had the cartoony feel, they still had cartoon moments, but it didn't do the cartoon shots like the first one does within the story. Right, right, right. Yeah, which to me is smart. Yeah. Because I think, like, in this movie, it just, it just, it's distracting. I mean... Like, there are, like, shots that, like, could have been... <sighs> Could have actually been scary that like, yeah. but then they do the overlay and I'm like, okay, that's corny as shit. I mean, kudos to them for you know, obviously I'm I mean, guessing this was groundbreaking yeah, yeah, yeah. back they're, then. They're definitely I'm, like swinging for the fences here. But and I like, mean, hey, you got to give it a shot. You know, you don't know till you try. 
like I think I'm hating on it too much. Like it's not that bad. Like no, nah. I mean, for like you said, 1982, trying to make a movie with the comic book feel, I think they did a good job with it overall yeah, for sure. But I agree with you to certain aspects of like, oh, I'm gonna do scary face, and now I got comic book shit behind me. It did give me like the feel like. Pages come of, yeah, like of those stories, like those vintage stories, like Tales from the Crypt, not the show, but like the yeah, the series. Um, I don't know if Creep Show was actually one of those comics, was it? Was Creep Show an actual comic? Because I don't a, know, like Tales from the Crypt was. It's a homage. It is an homage <laughs> to the EC horror <laughs> comics of the 1950s, <laughs> and you know, I mean, they claimed that. These comics were, you know, Tales from the Crypt, The Vault of Horror, and The yeah, Haunt yeah, of yeah. Fear. That's what I was thinking. So maybe Creepshow wasn't one of them, but this is kind of, you it know. Totally could have been, for sure. Yeah, definitely. It definitely captured that feeling, for sure. I mean. Like of, and, like, comic book style horror. Yeah. You know? And, I, I mean, I think the second one pulled it off better. Mm-hmm. But then, guess what? You already had groundwork to work with. You knew what was True. good, what wasn't good, you know. It's been so long since I've seen either one of them. I mean. Obviously, I just watched Creep Show, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like before this, I mean, I remember the second one more clearly, and obviously, we're gonna get to that one yeah, very soon, of course. You know, and with these two, yes, both of them have the the little boy at the beginning and the guy they called the creep, right? Except in the second one, he was more of a dude in makeup than this creepy mannequin floating outside your window. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, did, I don't know why I have this memory. Like, he doesn't give a thumbs up, does he? I can't remember. I don't, I, he might. I don't think he does, but in my head, for some reason, he gives like a bony thumbs up. <laughs> so, hi, Billy. I mean, obviously, we're like, gonna kill your dad together. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, well, we're gonna go there. Let's jump right into it. It starts with. I don't even think we get Billy's dad's name, do we? Yeah, so this is the prologue. I don't... I'm sure the wife says it. Yeah, but it's... I don't remember it. Oh, yes. His father's name was Stan. Stan? Stan. So... All right. About 15 years later, he went after Eminem. (laughs) (laughs) Got a whole song right after him. But, so Billy's sitting in his bed. His dad finds... And, they and we should like, mention uh, Bill, uh, Billy is Stephen King's son, Joe Hill. Or he goes by Joe Hill now. Yeah. But my thing, he looked, like I said earlier, he reminded me of Glenn from yeah. The Gate. The he does. Cut, he does look like, like him. Jesus like, Christ. Like we said, dude, all kids from the 80s look the goddamn same. <laughs> but, but here's my thing. This kid had all sorts of crazy shit in his fucking room. Oh, yeah. But they're treating this creep show comic book like it's a freaking Playboy. Yeah, I noticed that too, like. You're not going to read so this. So the dad's trend. talking so much shit about Creep Show, yet his room is full of Dracula of posters. like horror shit. Yeah, like, so what's the problem with this yeah. fucking comic book? Not only that, how would he get it? Yeah. I mean, I don't think little I'm, Billy just took his lunch money and went and bought a comic book. I mean, I mean he maybe he did. I mean, when I was a kid, I'd save my lunch money and went to the arcade and played Mortal Kombat. So, yeah. you know, you got to do what you got to do. Sure. I mean, yeah, he could have got it from his friend. We don't know. Wait, who knows? But. We're in this room. All we know is, is that he's totally jerking off to it, and his dad's pissed off. <laughs> yeah, you're you're not, not ready for this, Billy. <laughs> Billy, put it in your pants. Put your goddamn dick away. <laughs> and then, like, what? It, he, he gets all sassy mouth to his dad. And gets then he's like... fucking slapped, bro. Yeah, but then he's like, please, dad, don't throw away my comic. Oh, yeah, he tries to switch it around. And he's like, 
No, kid, you can go fuck yourself. That's and then Billy's like, I hope you rot in hell. Like, whoa, <laughs> homie. You know, Dad's downstairs drinking his beer in his glass by the fireplace. True. You know, we're not going to have him growing up on this shit. I don't understand this. Like, I like maybe it's just because I didn't grow up this way. My parents didn't give a shit. What yeah, else? they were like, yo, here's a comic book. Have fun. Yeah, <laughs> didn't care at all. I had like a giant stack of comic books when yeah. I was his age. Watching all the horror movies that I could possibly get my hands on. Exactly. So, I mean, obviously our upbringing, our parents would have been like, whatever, it's just a comic book. Right. You know? But, obviously, Billy's sitting in his bed. Hope you rot in hell. Well, that's extreme, Billy. Okay? Yeah. It's just a comic book. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But. He's been seduced. By. By the creep. The freaky doll that's about to come <laughs> to his goddamn window. And. I actually like this. Uh, I like this, like, practical figure they have for the creep even though the figure looks like he, so fake. He, oh 100 percent. but like it still kind of looks cool like the reason why i like it is because it fits that aesthetic yeah of like the comic book but i don't think he gave a bony thumbs up i, think I don't he, think like, he did he, either. he waved them forward for like some closer. reason that's in my mind i can't get it out you would think obviously let's just get it out of the way right now billy is fucked in the head of course because if i was a little kid like that and I was like mad at my dad. And all of a sudden, this fucking skeleton dude's at my window waving me to come forward. Guess who's not going to the window? This guy. Right. I'm like, no, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> fuck that. I start rubbing my nipples. Would you fuck me? <laughs> I'm going to call Stan to come back upstairs and beat the shit out of this fucking doll. <laughs> Stan, and you since know what it you, was? Since you hate creep shows so much, you can get your ass <laughs> you up. You know here. what it was? Stan was on the roof. Making the puppet go by the, the window. That's what was going down. So this is a weird family. Yeah, like, very weird. Stan's a prick. The mom's too nice. Yeah, the, yeah. The mom's the opposite. And I've Billy's a, a psychopath. Of, yeah, <laughs> Billy's fucking magic <laughs> crazy. So that you know takes Billy laughing. Then it goes to the comic book look, and we go straight into Father's Day because we get to read. The first comic in the garbage can. That's right. <laughs> it just magically. Well, we're just lowly homeless people out on the street reading this book. Okay, <laughs> like that's who the audience is. Yeah, homeless people. Yeah, just like, a tramp on his way to town. That's right. <laughs> and Father's Day, like what I liked about, like we discussed, you know how it goes from the cartoony look to live action. Yeah, I actually, mean it's a very good transition. Yeah, I think it works, man. And. You know, th- this story right here, I mean, let's be honest. These these stories, some of them don't hold up nowadays. No, most of them don't. Yeah. Like, Father's but Day. But young Ed Harris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With hair, son. I know. You know? I was like, whoa. You can son. tell it's fading away. It's yeah. getting wispy. Slowly. We, we, we got you right at the start of this. Um, This story annoyed the shit out of me, man. It did. Because, to me... Okay, the basis of the story is his name was Nathan Grantham, I think. And he was the patriarch of his family. Right. And his daughter was Bedelia, I think. That was her name. And what was her sister's name? I don't, do we get their names? I mean, that, no. I mean, we get, you know, Sylvia was Ed Harris's, you know, wife. wife. Uh, Richard was her brother. And Hank was Ed Harris. But I don't remember 
like I don't remember their mom's their name. name her name either. I do like the family dynamic though. I will say that. Like I think it's done really well here. The uppity Yeah. So like piece of for shit. For what they are, like the the rich upper class people. Like it works. And then Ed Harris is kind of the opposite of that. Yeah. Or Man. Hank. Hank. Hank <laughs> Hillson. No. Um I think everyone does a good job portraying their character. Yes. Yeah, so like but god damn it. The grandfather him like banging his cane on his, sh- I was like, when will this stop? Yeah, like dementia, like, like for fuck's sake, offer some cake. Like, dude, calm the fuck down, dude. It's Father's Day. <laughs> I want my cake. Like, what are you, eight years old? It's like, I'll be honest, man, you deserved an ashtray to the face. <laughs> oh, she clocked the shit out of him. But then, okay, so that that's you get that story, and Ed Harris looks like, what the fuck did I get myself into with this shit? Yes. Like, yeah, he's just okay, like, because the mother's Hank. basically like, the mother's telling that story about because the, uh, her, is it her sister? I think Bedelia's her sister. Um, her sister's coming to the house to visit the grave like she does every year. Every Father's Day. You can almost set your clock to it. Six o'clock, she right. gets there. Um, so she's telling the story of how her sister killed their father because he abused her, or right. I want to say it was something to the element of he wouldn't like let her. Date some dude or some shit. He's just a dick bag. Yeah. Um, I mean, his crazy demands, emotionally abused her. And then, oh, yeah, he orchestrated in the murder, like, of her sweetheart, boyfriend, yes. whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what drove Bedelia, like, that's fucking it. Quote, unquote, hunting accident. Oh, yeah. And he was hunting a safari outfit <laughs> in, like, the creek in the backyard. Like, <laughs> fuck in his backyard. <laughs> Is he fucking LARPing, dude? Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to see a little pipe and shit like that. Like, He's just fucking role-playing in the backyard. He the shit out of that dude. Like, damn, yo. This is a fucking like, case of the most dangerous Jamie game. Moment. Like, he shot that dude. Like, <laughs> they won't know. Would you like to play a game? Orange vests. <laughs> they won't know that shit. You're just out there in your fucking safari outfit. With a double barrel shot. <laughs> yeah. So that's a weird thing about this story. Like the dad kind of deserved to get killed. Yeah. He he deserved to get something. I mean, let, yeah. I don't want to say killed, but like since he did kill I'm just home saying, dude. It's understandable yeah. the way that this played out. And obviously, you know, with him with the I want my cake and you're a piece of shit. You know, he was going off on Bedelia. Yeah. So yeah, she snapped. Right. Now, was the maid I can't remember her name off the top of my head. I'm sure it'll pop in me. But the maid that's there now. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same. She was the same maid. I don't think this this wasn't that long ago, right? I want to say it was like six or seven years. Yeah, that's not that long. Yeah. But it's like that maid. I mean, obviously, nobody told the cops. Yo, Bedelia just clocked him over the fucking head with his ashtray. No, no one liked that, man. Yeah. So, whatever. Everybody was in on it. <laughs> like, we sure. wanted this dude to get gone. Yeah. And... But then the way that the, the uh, sister that we never get her name that was telling this story, mm. like talks to that maid and shit. It's like, yo, man, fuck off. <laughs> Go in the kitchen, get your own shit. She's my favorite character in the story, though. Yeah. I mean, she's uh, so good. At she is. Yeah, she being plays her part so well. Like it, I was pissed that she died so fast. I kind of wanted her to be like the last one around. Who, I understand. The, the, the sister? No, the mother. Well, yeah, the mother of Richard and Cass. Mm-hmm. She she was the last one to die Because what happens No she gets her head taken off We'll get to that trust me We can't go there just yet But yes <laughs> everybody knows that's what happens But Bedelia rolls up 
Goes to talk smoking shit. Smoking her shit, drinking her <laughs> dude, gym bean. Dude, dude. She is a gangster. She rolls up smoking a black and mild. Yeah. Fucking, like, chilling. Fucking with... Going to talk shit to her father's grave. <laughs> Drunk on Jim Bean. Fuck you, dad. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm here. You can suck it. But then, she shouldn't have poured the drink out for her dead homies. Because I think that's I what old Nathan... Came up for. He was like, yo, I got some of that Jim Beam. Fucking wet his lip like a fucking shitty vampire. Yeah. (laughs) Come climbing out. Killed her. Yeah. Done. Like, choked her to death. I want that cake. (laughs) Like, okay, bro. Yeah, like, damn. It would have been better if he, like, got buried with an ashtray and he beat her over the head with that. (laughs) Your payback's a bitch, son. So then, you know, by now, Ed Harrison and them was... (laughs) Goddamn Ed Harris. <laughs> Hank and I think her name was Cass was dancing. And then Richard's getting drunk and shit. And he plays the, the character of the shithead fucking brother. Oh, like, yeah. I'm too good for this shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like they, they play their roles perfect. Yeah, they all do a pretty good job. And finally, you know, Ed Harris goes outside. Well, goddamn Ed Harris. He so wants, you start that chain. Ed Harris wants to go out there and fucking Have finger bush. What? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm going to go outside. He was smoking a cigarette. Yeah, yeah, And then all that fucking fog over there. Like, first off, why did he even walk over there? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. And then. Oh, well, I think he saw the car. He saw the car. Door open. Or and that, that car was pimp as fuck. That was dope. Man. Yeah. But he saw the door open. So he figured, you know, Badili was there. He heard that part of the story. But then all the fog that was over there. And then he had to go walk and look closer. Right. You know? And. To me, I don't think his character deserved to die because he didn't have no play in this game. He didn't. Here's the thing. Like, he didn't have to die. No. He had so much time to get out of this. Yeah. And, well, actually, let's be honest. So, he gets there, falls, and then he sees dead Bedelia's hand. Yeah. But then, all of a sudden, Nathan Grantham, back from the dead, has some X-Men-like fucking powers of... What is it? Telekinesis? And he's just like pulling this fucking money. Isn't that what he's doing? Yeah. Because it's moving like... It's moving slow as shit. Yeah. From the moment he falls into the grave. But the thing is, let's say we're laying down like I am now. The headstone comes from dude's uh, Hank's head area, right? Yeah. But old Nathan's old decrepit ass is at his feet. Yes. With his hands up like this, like he's force pulling this motherfucking thing. Maybe he is. I don't know. Maybe he's got magic powers. I didn't get this whole thing. It, it, like, Ed Harris could have climbed the fuck out. Yeah, so your explanation makes the most sense, I guess. Yeah. Um, But still, he could have gotten out of that. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure Nathan ain't a track star, so you can just run away from his ass. Honestly, what I would have done is pulled Delia's body on top of mine. And hopefully cushion that yeah. big... Shield myself. I don't know, man, because she probably would have got crushed on your ass and you would have got crushed too. You would eventually die. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or you could have just sat the fuck up and got out of this fucking Well, that's what I'm saying. He he had enough time to leave. It seemed like he was trying not to move to not upset the thing from sliding. Yeah, like that. But it's just like the best thing to do in that situation is to move as fast as you can. Yeah, get the fuck out of Dodge. But then the way that after the headstone falls on him and Nathan laughs at him. <laughs> like, what a dick. He's like, first off, you don't even know this man. <laughs> he, <laughs> he had, had no nothing play to do. Your death, man. Like, what? Yeah. Jesus Christ, you just married in the wrong family. And then now he's making his way to the house. And, you know, now what, what's her name? Cass is all 
where's my fucking husband at? Me, me, Richard, go look. Richard's like, I don't give a fuck about that dude. All right. You know? And I think by now the maid gets her head fucking split. We don't see that, do we? Or do we? I thought we saw her get her neck broke. Now that was the mom, wasn't it? No, no, no. That was the maid. The maid gets her neck broke. And then the mom goes in the kitchen to see what's taking the food so long. She gets her head turned around. Um... She yeah. does? Yeah. yeah, okay. She gets her head turned around. We don't see the maid get killed. That's correct. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. She's just behind the door dead. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Because the mom sees the dirty footprints going into the pantry. Mom looks through, sees the dead maid or whatever, housekeeper. And then Nathan shows up. Yes. And turns, turns her head, head backwards. And then pulls it off. We see later on. Yeah. On the plate. Yeah. And I finally got my cake. Like, like what? <laughs> and, and this is the first... Real shot of, I want to say this might be the first shot with the brother and sister looking horrified with the shit behind them like it's a comic um, book. Or did it happen no, earlier? No, there was other parts earlier on. Oh, okay. Yeah, with like the flashback shit. Remember there was like a mirror graphic? Oh, yeah. Like shit like yeah, that. Like, with the, it does not work in the story at all, man. I mean, I get what you were trying to do. It I'll doesn't give you work. A I'm sorry. It doesn't work. But that was Father's Day. And I didn't like yeah. the ending. I would have liked Nathan to kill the brother or sister. You know, maybe let's trifecta this. What, is he going to let them live? Is he just going to sit down at the table and eat his fucking daughter's head? I don't know. You know, blow out your candles, homie. <sighs> I'm guessing they also get killed, but... You don't know. I, no one knows. It's like, this is a bullshit ending. It's like, I mean, yeah. Like why? Like I said, why couldn't he sit down and blow the candles think- out and then eat eyeball? <laughs> yeah, like this like this movie can do could have done with a lot more gore. A lot more blood and gore. Could, yeah. Like this movie could have done with it. Maybe they were just trying to be nice to the viewers. I don't know. What was this rated? Um, I don't think it was rated R. No? No, I don't know. I mean, I'll look it up. I mean, it's not telling me, so it might have been rated R. Yeah, it was rated R. Yeah. So Obviously, I don't see why. It so, should have been PG-13. That's what it should have been. Because they want no gore. There's like a couple scenes. But like, to me, like this is one of the weaker ones. I would love to say that this was the weakest, but it for sure isn't. No. Like, if I had to give this like a rating, like a out of five stars, I'd probably give this like a two. Yeah. I mean, if it would have had more gore, more shock, stuff like that, right. you know. It was very, I mean, I don't want to say basic, but I mean, that's just what it was kind of just like, oh, yeah, well, here you go. Yeah. Then we go on to the lonesome death of Jody Varel. Varel? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Jody V. Jody V. Jody V. Oh, Jordy Varel. Yeah. Played by Stephen King. Jesus, dude. It's like, this- here's the thing. We all know Stephen King can't act for shit. Yeah. Why? In the fuck, like I know it's his story, but like, come on, man! Like this is the worst thing in this in Creep Show. Yeah, it is fucking awful. One star. It's if I could zero stars, it's terrible. Yeah, I mean, because the story's just. Uh, I'll agree. One star is fine. Like, like the like the concept is kind of cool. Yeah, the concept. I'll give it that, but. Um, good God, his character is unbearable. Yeah. It's and like these like weird uh, fantasies. That go on yeah. with like the, uh, obviously, what is it? The guy that's at the uh, college or whatever, that his fantasy. Yeah. Somehow, this guy's a professor. He also 
is a doctor. Then he's also like the accountant, you know, like. And then you found a meteor and. He also it, bags his groceries, yeah, fucking drives them around. No, <laughs> fills his car up with gas. I mean, obviously, I would like to know who this guy is in this world because he's got a lot of jobs and Jordy Verrill fantasizes about him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Got a little crush. Yeah, like who is this dude? Um, also, like this is one of the transitions that does not work for me. Like, like what? Like it immediately, like the transition from the first story to this one doesn't work for me. Like it's starting immediately when the meteor hits. Yeah, it just looks like shit. Yeah, I, I will. It's too fast. It just it it just feels wrong. Like this story could have been left out. One hundred percent. I mean, granted, you know. I like the, the effects. Like I like the effects and the premise of it. But I like the premise, but like the execution was just handled so poorly. Yeah, because Stephen King sucks. Like you, you like he's not a good actor. Like why was he in this good writer, movie? Not a good actor. <laughs> like he's got to have his parts. You know, like this over the top goofy bullshit that he's doing. Like hillbilly, whatever. Whatever like, the fuck he's trying to do here. Of course, but about this story. I mean, obviously, if like it was me and a meteor fell, I'm not going to touch the motherfucker if he's starting off with, okay? Right. That's just fucking stupid. Obviously, it was just flying like a fireball through the sky. My first idea ain't, let me go put my hand on it. Right. You know, so guess what? You deserve to get your fingers burnt. And guess what? You deserve to get fucked up. <laughs> I mean. I do. Yeah, so like, okay, so meteor hits. His dumbass goes up to the to it and is like, oh, gee golly, I could get $200 for this. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> like, huh? I could pay off my bank loan. <laughs> like, go fuck yourself. What if it was King. fucking, what if it was like Joe Dirt? He was like, this meteor, but that's a fucking turd from fucking airplane. <laughs> it's a big old pile of poop. <laughs> well, yeah, like, that, that it's, the the whole two hundred dollars like, it's the problem is like these fantasies are just so off putting over the top just, and you know what when he touched it like no liquid leaked on him or nothing did it no Not he got first. he got burnt and then he went to go get a bucket of water to cool it off and it cracked it and it cracked like, now you get fifty dollars <laughs> yeah and then we have to have another fantasy. Yeah. Like, what in the fuck? $200 for a broken meteor. <laughs> yeah. Like, go fuck yourself. I hate you. I hate this. And then... Dude, I almost turned the fucking movie off. Because of that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could just get to the next like, move. It's like, Christ. Thing. This but is yeah, so angering. Put his finger in his mouth. Mm, burn my finger. But then he still took the shit in his house. Didn't no, he? he left it on the porch. Oh, he left it on the porch? Yeah. But now, you know, the shit leaked out and... It's this alien plant right. life, yeah. you know, that obviously... It, it, it just spreads. Anything that touches, anything it, it touches and spreads. But see, it made no sense because, like, as this is going on, I mean, I did like the fact that he was watching, like, Andre the Giant wrestling, you know, sure. like, whoa, yeah. that's old school as hell. But, you know, then when it started growing on him, yeah, you know, I get that. It's growing, whatever. But then you had your fantasy of... We got to amputate. Again. So now this like, motherfucker is a doctor. I'll be honest, man. You take Stephen King and you take the fantasies out of this. Like, you could make something fun. 
Yeah, you know like, everything. Like it's so unnecessary. Like the the concept itself is already pretty fun. Like a meteor hits, it cracks open the liquid inside. Everything it touches, it starts spreading this plant life everywhere. Like and whatever this organism is, it just keeps spreading and spreading and spreading and spreading. That's cool. Yeah, and like he starts seeing you know the different patches growing on him and stuff. He's like, what the hell? Right. He and tries then, to kill it with a screwdriver. And by screwdriver, I mean the cocktail, not the yeah. tool. <laughs> like, I'm going to drink me some vodka and OJ. And nah, dude, we're, we're, we're way past this. Dude, but, where is the logic there? Like, no, what is that? Like, that is some, you know, mountain men type mentality. Like, right. I could do this. No, son, you needed moonshine. You could have burnt that fucker through. And then, like... What's the thing with the mirror? He's like tripping out. Well, when he goes to the bathroom, he's running water and the image of his daddy shows up. Right. And his daddy looked like he was a fucking Quaker. Yeah, dude. Like a pilgrim. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, <laughs> when did this take place? He should have been selling Quaker oats. I mean, like, <laughs> oh, would you like some oatmeal, son? But was he like an Amish defector or yeah. some shit? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he was supposed to be. But his dad tried to tell him. It wants the water. Right. So that was my problem with this is how was it growing all over the place if water was the catalyst that made it grow? Like it wasn't raining yet. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. So real loose. But also, what is this vision that he's having? What the fuck is Yeah, this? like it looks like his dad's in fucking hell. <laughs> it's like fire's behind him, you know? Like, well, I'm going to go listen to you, dad, because you're burning right now. Yeah. And... That's what know, you get for being Amish. But Jordy straight up says, like, I'm a goner anyway. Like, so he knows he's going to die. So he just wants to be comfortable, basically. Yeah, so he, well, that's when he jumps in the yeah. tub and, woo, sounds like having a goddamn orgasm over that bitch. Oh, my God. It's just everything about this character is so shit. It's so... Like, I don't even have anything funny to say about it. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> fuck. Like, listen, I love Stephen King. Like, I've been a Stephen King fan since I was a child, like, yeah. but good God, should he not be on camera? Unless it's a weird character, like creepy character, like Sons of Anarchy when he was like the cleaner. Sure. You know? Well, I mean like I mean, small body. stuff, fine. Small stuff, sure. Small, subtle things he can do. Cameos. This is insane. So. <laughs> Why did anyone let this happen? Cocaine. <laughs> well, that is true. They were all probably on a lot of cocaine. <laughs> but. Then after the tub, it goes to like the next morning, and we're yeah. guessing it's probably six a.m. or whatever, maybe. And it's completely taken over his body. Do you gotta say like the ending a lot? Yeah, like he knows what's going down, yeah. and he's like, "I just gotta blow my damn head off." Yeah, I like this. Oh please, Lord, you know whatever he <laughs> said. Like, oh <laughs> shit, son, yeah. this is pretty dark. Yeah, dark and, as hell. Uh, and obviously, yes, you're gone now, Jordy. Sorry, but. You didn't stop anything because the weather report was saying rainfall's coming and you see it right. already creeping out. So obviously it's going to take over wherever. The entire planet. Yeah. We're done. We're dead. That's right. It should have been a meteor from Clendathu. Um, but I mean, like, honestly, like, you could probably beat this, man. Put a little fucking, uh, what do they call the quarantine suits? What are they called? Hazmat suits. Hazmat suits. Yeah, because an N95 mask ain't gonna cover this shit. You right. Get a hazmat suit and a flamethrower. Fucking go to town, bro. Or, or shit, just move to the desert. Or just get some, like, weed killer. True, man. 
You know, you don't know. People will survive. Get like a shit ton of goats together, put them out in the fucking, just release them into the <laughs> world. Start eating all the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Until they turn into little chia pets because they're I all mean, furry and green. They're, you know, they're uh, dispensable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Jesus. But yeah, that like I feel this was the weakest story oh, it's of terrible. all five. It's got Easily. All. It's the worst. Like just whatever, yeah. like I'm good with that. Like, I don't like really I said, have nothing like, else to say about this one. I legit almost turned it off and called you. <laughs> like, I don't know if I can do this. Come on, the, the, the <laughs> burning in hell Amish dad in the mirror. You know, that, that, that gave it a little fucking. You know what degree. sucks, like Jordan. Like this wasn't even like bad, good. Like it had some like cool elements, but like Stephen King annoyed me so much in his stupid fantasies. <laughs> The fact that he wrote this is fucking like blows my mind. Like, like not that he wrote it necessarily, but he wrote it and wanted to put it in this fucking movie. Yeah, any other horror story would have probably been yeah a bump up. It's I mean this one it's blowing my mind. Maybe take this one out and put a little more of Billy and the Creep. You yeah, know? I'd be down with that. Like Creep Show Two had more of the kid and the creep. I don't know if the kid's name of that was Billy too. I don't know, but. You know, it had more of that in it because Creepshow 2 only had three stories. Right. But, case of Rossera. This one, very weak. Do not recommend. No. I'm only, yeah. Only one star just because, just because the concept I like. Yeah. I like the fact of like an alien species that will take, take over the world like as a plant. Yeah. Like a plant species. It's kind of cool. And you get to shoot yourself ending. in the head. And the ending is cool. Oh, please, God, help me. <laughs> like, damn, son. You look like a chia pet. <laughs> now we move to something to tide you over. <laughs> you know what? I see what you did there with that title. <laughs> son of a bitch. This is like the second strongest yes. of, of the five. Yes. And... I will agree with that. Like, if they would have started or ended with this one. Sure, yeah. You know, it would have been a good starting point. The only thing that... point. The ending is just wonky. Yeah. And kind of corny. Um, <clears throat> The first three-fourths of it's pretty damn good, though. Yeah. Um, Leslie Nielsen's the shit. <laughs> Frank Drebin? <laughs> <laughs> like... You, um, God damn it, I'm blanking on his but name see, now. He uh, was Richard. Richard was let's say the husband. Yeah. And he was married yeah, to yeah, yeah, he yeah. was married to Becky and but Becky was sleeping around with Harry. Yes. Yeah, so, it starts uh, off with Harry chilling in his apartment, condo, house, whatever. Nice looking place. Yeah. You know, for eighty two, son. That's right. And he's just sitting there and he gets a knock on the door. And when he opens it, it's old Richard. Well, what if he just shut the door and went on about his day? He tried to. He couldn't. Yeah. His foot was blocking it, son. Yeah, it was like, I bench pressed 300 pounds. I crush your foot off. Like, what? How does that make sense? <laughs> no, trust me. You're not going to chop his damn foot off. <laughs> that would have been awesome. But what if, like I said, what if he just turned around, got his phone, called 911, and was like, this asshole's just in my door. beat his ass. <laughs> like, fuck it, man. Uh-huh. But then he lets him in there. Like, yeah, homie, I fucked your wife. What up, homie? Yeah. Square up. You know who I am. (laughs) You know? Obviously, this wasn't like, what what is it called? Like the cuckold scenario where Richard was watching him? (laughs) You know? 
I mean, he might have been watching he videos. He might have been. He yeah, you know? fucking filmed everything. And now I'm going to take this shit to the next level. But he lets him in his house. And then Richard's just being weird. Like, you need to take care of your equipment. Like, he's the fucking cable repairman all right. of a sudden. Like, why are you going through my shit, son? It's very odd. Because I expected him to, like, you know, pop out and freaking, you know, have a tape on him of his wife. Like, buried. I thought that's what he was doing there. Well, he, I mean, he had a tape of her voice. Yeah. Like but why was he going through dude's VCR? I don't know. Checking his cables. Yeah, I'm, like, not, I'm not really sure what the hell he's doing there. Weirdo. Like, hey, this is a nice TV. Did you get it at Circuit City? Like, maybe he's just upset with the Radio Shack. I don't yeah. fucking know. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck his problem was. Maybe he's a Radio Shack employee. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Maybe he owns Radio Shack. But, you know, when Harry's like, what the fuck's all this about? And he's like, well, if you ever want to see Becky again, you know, you'll do what I tell you. What if like, he just said no? Like, yeah. I don't fucking care. Well, if you said no, beat dude's ass or call the fucking cops. You know what I'm saying? Like, why go along with Yeah, why would Richard? you ever go with this man anywhere? Or at least when he got dressed to go with Richard, had a gun. Let me be honest. This might make me sound fucked up. Mm-hmm. But if I was having an affair with some dude's wife. I don't think I would care that much. <laughs> like, I don't think I mean, if he was like, if he showed me that tape, I'd probably be like, well, I mean, like, shit goes down, shit goes down. Like, I don't really know what to tell you. Yeah, like, what if, like, I'm gonna stay in my apartment. <laughs> yeah, what if Harry was like, I'm sorry, Richard, but the pussy won't that good. Yeah, it's like, you I'm know, sorry, like, but just, I, I actually don't care about your wife at all. She wanted it more than I did. You know, I'm good, man. I'm, I got the wheel of fortune to go watch right now. Okay, so get out of my house. You know, like. I'm Tony Danson. <laughs> Ted Danson? <laughs> He'd be like, look, I got rehearsals in two hours for Cheers, okay? Right. I ain't got time for I gotta be shit, on Leslie. Set. <laughs> gotta give Fraser some fucking shit yeah. on set. You know, I mean, anything but let me go with this dude. Hells no. no, this is never gonna happen. I'm no. not doing it. But? I don't care what's on the line. <laughs> <laughs> like, you'll never see her again. Okay. <laughs> He just did me a favor. He should have said, there's more fish in the sea. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and it, but no, he goes on this uh-huh. Jeep Gets ride. Gets fucking Jeep. And then what killed me was like the comic book panel that said, on a beach, off a road or whatever, whatever it said by the shore. Why didn't they just say, dude's backyard? Because his house was right fucking there. Right. You know? Oh, Harry would have been like, yo, there's your house right there. Why are the bone in your wife? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I think you know where you are. Yeah, don't, don't act like you don't know what's going on. <laughs> but then takes him to the beach and he's like, Harry, she's right over that hill. Go save her. Blah, blah, blah. So he climbs up over a sand dune to see the beach. And then there's just a shovel there. Like, okay, wait a minute. What's this? You don't hear her. Why'd you even go further? I don't know. You know, you Is gave that- Richard enough time to get that gun off his Fucking ankle. Yeah, and like, to me, it's just like, so what? You know? Like, fuck it, who cares if he has a gun? Like, you, like this whole idea, like, and it's been used in movies for decades, this, this idea of, like, at gunpoint, you're going to get into your own grave. Yeah. Like, okay, like, fuck you. No, you're going <laughs> like, to shoot me? Yeah, he, shoot but he me. even said that. And then he was like, he said something else, and the next thing you know, it's like, Get in that hole. I'm well, not getting it, in that it, hole. It's the promise of like, I'll like, you can see her if you get into the hole or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm only putting in this hole to incapacitate you, which is insane. Yeah. I'd be like, no, nah, dude, how about you just yeah. show me? It's like, here's the thing. If you run at him, 
most likely, like, he's probably not that experienced with the gun, so he's going to go center mass. No, because he shot the same beside him. So, I'm, like, so now he's got five bullets. My thing is, he's going <laughs> to shoot you, but it, you're, you're, you're not going to get shot in the head. So, like, you'll have enough time to tackle that old man to the ground <laughs> and fucking kill his ass. <laughs> but, nope. You just it's go like, to- yeah, you might die, but you could kill him yeah. on the way down. But you just go jump in the hole and let him bury you. Yeah, fuck that noise. And then... You know, oh, well, he gets him the, what is he, talk to him about the tide and shit. Uh-huh. The tide's coming and all this shit, which, I'm sorry, the tide don't get this fucking bad. I mean, it gets bad, I mean, yeah, but I it mean, don't get to the point where he's four oh, feet oh, underwater. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> no. Jesus Christ. That shot is hilarious, though. But, so he buries him, and then he leaves. And then when he comes back, the crab thing was funny as hell. Yeah, get that was, away from me. Yeah, He's just getting you back for all the relatives you ate. <laughs> like, and then he kicks him. He yeah, kicked like, the real get the fuck out of here. Fucking rude. Like, damn. I would have laughed that crab that, fucking pinched his fucking that nose. That fucking crab was just chilling, man. Yeah, mind his own damn business. But he should have handed the gun to the crab. See what happens. <laughs> guard him. <laughs> the crab's like a little guard dog. Like, so dude, you give a knife to a crab, it goes off. Oh okay. yeah. Starts flailing and fuck around. Or We've shit. all seen those videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so, you know, then he pulls the TV out there. This is ridiculous. Yeah, Steve. Like with the video recorder of him, freaking the just all that shit was just what, silly. What is happening here, though? He's pulling it all out so he can live up to his promise. You get to see her. Yes, but what is happening? Is this a recording? Are exactly. we supposed to believe she's still alive? That 1982, he was streaming a feed yeah. to another television <laughs> of her on the beach. You don't fuck with Richard. Richard can do this shit. <laughs> this is crazy. So, I would like to believe it was a recording, and she was already dead. <laughs> sure, yeah. but then again, yeah, but that doesn't make sense either. Why would the tide? Like, she's literally like. At most, what, 100 yards away? But he could have drowned her the day before. You don't know. Oh, that's true. That's true. You know? I mean, unless, you know, Harry was Dean her up yesterday. You don't know. I don't know. The first shot, he's in a robe. He's fucking yeah. chilling, swagging around. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like he just got laid. I'd have stayed in that fucking robe. I wouldn't have been like, go, go fuck yourself, Richard. Have a good trip back home. So your problems ain't my problems no more. But yeah, so then old Richard leaves, you know, and tells him, you know, stay calm. I hope you can hold your breath. You know, blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? This is like a fucked up Saul game. Because sure. you're not going to win this. There, there's no way out. Dude, you can get out of this, right? You would think. Unless he really packed him the fuck in there. Yeah, but like, would you not use your mouth as a shovel? That or as the sand was getting wet, I mean, maybe you could move Time it easier. It right. Like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, Fuck I it. Bar- Let's like, go to the beach and let me here's the thing. bury I've, you. I have been buried in the sand, and I've always been able to get out. I don't know. For this movie's purposes, he was in concrete sand. Apparently. You know, we got water on it. It got hard. <laughs> but <laughs> but like I said, I don't believe the high tide is going to get this fucking deep on this fucking Why not? island. Like, here's the thing. It's fine Like up, get in, it. up until the point of drowning of like he's like like you said he's like four feet underwater <laughs> like, what the fuck? 
Like, it's for sure not how the diet works. Like, Jesus Christ. I mean, you would have kept getting bad. Also, there was like, I, I might be remembering this wrong. Seaweed I swear there was shit. like seaweed. Yeah. <laughs> so, it was, dude, come on. Did the seaweed, does it come in and out with the tide and it like plants itself yeah, like, every Jesus time? Jesus Christ. So, yeah, that's where it got wonky. Like, okay, man, that is dudes in four foot of water and drowning. But I will say, like, the whole setup is actually really well done. Yeah. And then it seems like the next, well, later that day. I think it's that day, yeah. Yeah. Richard goes back and, oh, goddamn, Harry's nowhere to be found. I guess he got taken out. Yeah, he keeps trying to convince himself as if the tide took him out. But, homie, it's like, that how? bucket's still sitting there right. where it was before. The TV, <clears throat> but, yeah, it's all still sitting there. Obviously, that bucket won't go into shit. Yeah. But then when he kind of like just threw it there, it was moving back and forth. So, right. no, that bucket should have been gone. Right. So, Harry the Harlot is definitely fucking al- <laughs> like maybe not alive, but he's fucking around somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing something. Yeah. And so Richard just goes home, you know, and goes on about his night. That's right. Watch TV. And then I thought all them little cassettes that were like in his little bedside table or whatever was like, Videos of other people he's done this shit to. I think it's videos of fucking his wife getting banged. I think he is a cuckold. <laughs> I think he's watching the fucking videos and fucking playing with, slapping his dick around. You know? <laughs> Could be. But he was mad because he was like, the maid keeps moving stuff around. I'm like, <laughs> what? But, you know, he hears the noise or whatever. And then it's nothing. Well, but- he hears something on the beach. Remember, he hears his voice on the beach. Oh, yeah. Richard. Richard. And then they got the whole where he didn't see none of the fog in the fucking cameras. So, yeah. Cut to a fucking fog coming into his house. Yeah. And he goes to take a shower. This is where, like, it got silly. It's like, man, this is goofy as shit. Like, it could have been so much better. We went from, like, something that was, like, really dark, like, truly fucked up. Like, this is a really fucked up thing to do to someone. Yeah. Um, to being super goofy. Yeah. So, we're at the three-quarter part. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yes. Because it could have... The last quarter could have been done so much better. Yes. But then again, in the essence of this way, I'm going to justify it. It's a comic book adaptation. I agree. And I think... Honestly, I think what this is missing is, like, some real gore. Like, I would have liked to see some, like, brutal shit happen to him. To Richard? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I get, like... Like, I understand, like, the cyclical nature of, like, what happens here. Like, it brings it around full circle, but still... Taste your own medicine. Like, I don't know, man. Like... But to me, that, like I said, the justification of it's a comic book adaptation, so I get why it looks this way. Sure. They're all seaweedy and shit like that. And Even though it's only been like a couple hours. Yeah, like, God damn. I mean, I do it, like, hey. actually, there is a really cool effect, like when they're getting shot and like all the liquids coming out. Yeah. Of them, that's actually pretty cool. Or, but the shit they were saying, they could have just stopped it because it's like, yes, you can't kill me because we're dead. Yeah, just like, nothing. Just dude, nothing. No. Just and, don't say anything. What did they, they, they kept repeating like, hold your breath or yeah, something. something and, like that. You know, and the thing is, like, so they're in. His bedroom. And then he shoots at him. Realizes, guess what? These bullets ain't doing shit. Why are you going to run into the bathroom and shut the door? Don't know. Why don't you football fucking juke these motherfuckers? They fucking Michael Myers their way into that bathroom. Yeah. 
teleportation, son, with the fog. That's, That's true. what they did. And he turned around during the goddamn bathroom, and then he's all fucking. But why didn't he open the door and just run the fuck out? Get in his jeep, try to fuck off. I don't know. So it's they, it's just goofy, and it's not terrible. No, it's just a little goofy. It's cartoony. It's yeah. the comic book thing, and they put him in a hole and taste your own fucking medicine, right. Richard. And then it ends with him saying, "I can hold my breath for a long, long time." Yeah. Yeah, until the tide is eight feet over your fucking head. <laughs> Four feet, eight feet, all the same in the end, you're going to die. And then I, I did like that scene because old Richard was ah, ah, <laughs> like, whatever. Like, what a dick. Help, someone help. Like, ah. You know, like, Jesus Christ, like, what a dick move to do. Be like, yo, nobody's going to hear you, dumbass. So I did like that, that little thing. But it was in. fantastic. Yeah. Um, I honestly think like the first three fourths of this is solid as fuck. Yeah, it's like you said, it was dark. It set the whole tone and everything like that. But then when they tried to bring the comic book element into it, it it did get it, goofy. Yeah, it just got goofy. You know, not terrible. Yeah, I, I give mean, this, it did kill the whole thing. Yeah, I give this a good three out of five. Yeah, three, three and a half. Three, three and a half. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty damn good. It's. It made its point, you know, and it, it was a good one. Like I said, this could have been a good one to either start this movie off. Sure. I think this would have no, been, no, a, a been better to start it off. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Now thinking about it, you know, For sure. instead of the toss up we've been having about like this one start or end, I think this would have been better to start with. I agree. The next one is the one that should have ended the mofo. Right. You know, because then you would have kind of got, you know, so far the way I would have done this movie. I mean, the, the, if we put something to tide you over as the first of five, I could have left Jordy as the second one. Get it out the way. Mm-hmm. You know, because you gotta have like the something to tide, great story, stuff like that. And so then the next one is kind of like, okay, we're just gonna give you something to bring you down a little, whatever, you know, kind of roller coaster this. And then, sure. you know, the third one could have been maybe Father's Day. Yeah. You know? I agree. Yeah, I think that would have worked a lot better. Because, again, like, the first two are just so, like, what the fuck ever. Yeah. Uh, it, like, it was, to me, and, like, obviously this is just my opinion, the, the pace of it, it's kind of like the first two just kind of, uh, right. you know, I, I, I didn't really feel like, oh, awesome, you know, cool. And I, I would have much rather had the, like, this one be the first one. And yeah. then have the Geordie one could yeah, be like, least, all right, this is a good one. Yeah, at least gives you like a little bit of hype before you get kind of the shittier ones out of the way. Yeah. But, I mean, overall. Well, whatever. This, this was, out of the three stories so far, this is the first decent one. Yeah, I agree. You know, or I'll say good one. Yeah. The other ones, you know, they were decent. They had their purpose or whatever. But this one stands out more than the first two. Absolutely. Because of Lieutenant Frank Drebin. <laughs> <laughs> now we move on to the crate. The crate. What, why does it got to be German? <laughs> it's not a gate. <laughs> the crate. This is, this, this is the best one in this. Yeah, I mean. In the anthology. I, I, I give this one uh, five out of five. I give it four out of five, but yeah. I'm I mean, if I had to give you. each movie so stars, yeah. being that this would be the best one, I'd, I'd give this one five. Uh, the only problem I have with this one is it needed a lot more blood. 
I mean, it had a good amount. Yeah, but, but think about when the maintenance man got killed. Oh, yeah. Like that, it looked like he was just sweating. Yeah, it looked like drool was coming out of it. <laughs> like, if that was blood, like, how much more effective that would have been? Oh, yeah. I mean, I I thought it was going to be blood because, like, his arm yeah. gashed. But, like, to me, like I said, this story. This is the, it has the best pacing by far. Yeah. Um, the best story. Um, it's dark. <clears throat> it has a fucked up monster. Like it, like has character. Like has real consequences. Like I don't know. This is the best. Or, story. I mean, also like when you say like with the characters, like I refer to it like character shifts. Right. Yeah. You know where like what's the names of the people? So you know the janitor. That's Mike. Mm-hmm. You had, I want to say. Stanley, Dexter Stanley was the best friend of the main character. Um was it Henry was the mild mannered professor, I think this was. Yeah. You know, yeah. the oh, where his wife was a fucking asshole. Uh what was his wife's name? Oh, man, I can't remember his wife's name. Was it Billy? Something like that, right? Or Wilma. It's, it says her name's Wilma here, but I want to say they were calling her like Billy. I, I mean, I can't. Wilma. Okay, Wilma. Well, like I said, I think, like, obviously when the story starts, the janitor finds the crate. Yes. And another thing this story does really well, it balances two separate stories. Yeah. From the gate. Like, it fucking works so well. Like, this is how you do a short story. Yeah. Seriously. Because like, I want to say this one was probably about at least a half an hour long. It, yeah, I think it was the longest one. Yeah. I think. Um, And it's done the best. Like the pacing, the characters, um, the writing is decent. Um, it feels the most grounded, even though that it has a monster. Like it deals with kind of like um, the one with the tide. Like the tide, like it dealt with something very real, and then kind of incorporated something supernatural. The gate does something very similar. The crate, or sorry, the gate. The, the, gate. <laughs> the crate does something very similar. The crate opens up, uh, and muscle men jump out. It's something that like. A lot of people could probably relate to like being belittled by a uh, uh, a partner, you know. Yeah, because like I said, where, where you start, like you don't know about the belittling of the partner, none of that. I mean, you just get the janitor flipping a coin. It falls in underneath the staircase, which kind of weird that you don't know what nothing's ever been like. You're a janitor. How long you worked here? Right, and you didn't know. That crate was bound down there. Not only that, like, your fucking, like, janitor closet is literally right across from it. (laughs) Yeah. So. Right there. But he finds the crate, and then he's like, oh, shit. And he has to go tell, what's his name, Stanley. Uh And, but while that's going on, you know, they're having, like, it just seems like a social gathering for the college. Yeah, I think so. And. Like, for the professors and stuff. Yeah. And Henry's there, and. His wife, Wilma. Yeah. And for some reason, like I said, I want to keep saying that she was like, call me Billy, telling everybody that. And he kept calling her that. But maybe I'm off. You might be right. I can't quite remember. Yeah. But you just see her loudmouth, obnoxious. Just being an asshole, to get fucking man. drunk. Yeah. You know, and, you know, Henry's publicly belittling him as well. And right. Henry's trying to, like, just play it cool, like, oh, whatever. And then she's like, oh, y'all ain't got no drinks? We just got here. Well, let's go handle that. And by the way, this is how you do fantasies. 
Not yeah. in the weird shit that we saw in Stephen King short. Like, this is how you do a fantasy. He pulled out that fucking Clint Eastwood <laughs> magnum, blew her head off, and then yeah. everybody was clapping. Yeah. <laughs> like, this was done so well. Yeah, I like, was like, God damn. Fantastic. <laughs> and then he just slid it back in. <laughs> like, what's up, man? That was a great shot. Like, bullseye. Everyone's like, yay. <laughs> like, damn. Like, it doesn't pander to the audience. None of that shit. No. It just it just happens, and then you realize that it was a fantasy. Yeah, because she's like, I'm talking to you. I told you 30 minutes ago to get the car or whatever. Like, like, huh? The, yeah, huh? Huh? That's your fucking problem. You know, she's just a bitch. <laughs> what would you do without me? Yeah. That's like a theme throughout it. And then, but also, like, during this, before the janitor tells um, Stanley about the crate or whatever, that's when you see that Stanley's talking to a young chick. And then one of the students. Yeah. And then, you know, Henry's like, hey, you coming over for chess tonight? And he was kind of like, nah, I don't want to because he wanted to go talk to the young chick. And he's like, all right, I'll come over. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> going to get it in. St- Stanley is like Henry's only chance at having some kind of friend or something. For sure. You know? And Wilma, don't be dirty in the dishes and leave them for me because I ain't putting up with that shit. And like, okay, and th- right. that's where he has... The second fantasy, fantasy yeah. but choking her with the goddamn time. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. He wants this bitch dead. Yeah, he, he's tired of her shit. He's sick of it. But I like the fact that as these fantasies go on and shit, and then you could tell, like, dude's fucking getting fed up. He's sick of this shit. He's still got that shitty grin in his face. Is like, this is the, like, this is a fan, like, not only even just for this movie, just in general, this is a fantastic setup. Yeah. Like, it's so damn good. The fact that, like, you completely understand where this dude's coming from, like, and you understand why he would use the monster to his advantage later yeah. on. Like, it just works so damn well. And, you know, while, I mean, I honestly totally agree with you because this was the best, I guess the words I'm looking for, like, crafted way to visually give us this story. Yeah. And just great storytelling. Fantastic, yeah. And, you know, even, like, with the whole crate, like, oh, wow. It had, what, like, 1834, some Arctic expedition? I think that's what it was. Yeah, right. And on top of yeah, exactly. Like, on top of that, we have this great little mystery inside of this film that is, what is this crate? What is inside of this crate? Like, It's probably full of a bunch of National Geographic. So that's what he <laughs> said. Like, hold up. From 1830 fucking four? Yeah, man. Nick Cage is in there. <laughs> Solving <laughs> mysteries. <laughs> National treasury. He just comes popping out. I'm gonna take his face <laughs> off. Be like, get back in the fucking oh crate. Oh my god, dude. If it was Nick Cage was the monster, <laughs> it would bump it up from He had vampire teeth, yeah. like vampires. Bump my shit from a four star to a ten star, bro. <laughs> like, god damn it. It would have went fucking through the roof. Like, oh, I'm sold, man. This movie's epic. I'm Roger Ebert two thumbs up in this bitch. You just hear from the crate, Alva. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I'm a vampire. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so unbeknownst to them, like you think, if we saw a crate like this that had chains on it, Uh chill it out. Yeah, homie, I ain't gonna be the one opening this motherfucker. I would like to say that, but I have a feeling I'd be the dumbass to open it. No, no, no. Okay, okay. I'll be in the room when they open it, but I ain't gonna be the motherfucker. Open yes. it. Okay, I agree with that. Because to me, it's like if there's chains on it because and all this thing, shit. I want to see what's inside that crate. I mean, you think 
Like, even when they're opening, he's like, oh, what? He, it, oh, something moved in there. And he's like, really? Whatever's in there, it's 147 years old. So, honestly, that motherfucker should have been dead. Sure. <laughs> Not... He didn't. He looked like he was but, well preserved. But Steve, he was so very wrong. He's a monster. Yeah. <laughs> but this is. Oh, I heard something move. Oh man, fuck it. Oh, let me go get some shit to open this. Hell no. I'd have been beating the side of that fucking box. And if shit started moving around, guess what? We ain't opening it. <laughs> Leave this bitch closed. That's all. Really, yeah, exactly. Like knock rustle it shit. around a little bit. See what's going on. Yeah, knock the shit off, man. It's like a puppy is a birthday present. You know, you move the box a little. Oh shit, something's in there. Exactly. Like, guess what? This motherfucker is a big fucking ape-like monster in this fucking little crate. Trust me. He gonna move around, make some noise. You know what's hilarious about this monster, though? Like, it looks like... Like, it looks like it should be huge, but it's not. No. It's like, it's like three feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little midget ape. It's like, do you ever see its legs? <laughs> like, it looks like... Well, no, I don't think you, I don't, I can't remember if you see the legs, but there is a part that it looks we're going to so get to stumpy and weird that's looking. funny as shit, but like I said, they, but even when they open it up, you know, they kind of creak it and the eyes are staring at them. Yeah. Why the motherfucker didn't shut it? No. Mike, the janitor was like, yo, what the fuck is this? Like, uh, well, Steve, that's why he's a janitor. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, guess what? You found your quarter, but you didn't use it to get that Coca-Cola because you're dead. <laughs> you know? Like, oh, what if he had a Coca-Cola in his hand when he opened the crate and the monster just grabbed a coat? This goddamn professor is such a fucking coward. Oh, okay. Let's be honest. Dude. If, if we were opening this crate and all of a sudden my arm got sucked in this motherfucker and he's biting my fucking Listen, arm. would you rather be alive? Like, wouldn't you rather be alive with one arm, though? Yeah, get eaten alive. But don't act like you wouldn't freak out because I know damn well if your arm got sucked in, I would freak out. But like, I would, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I would drag you. Yeah, I grab out you of the fucking crate. But then, like, yes, the professor Stanley was like, "Oh shit!" Now I will attest it was him being freaked the fuck out. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> that freaked me the fuck out too. But when the crate kind of fell over and old Mike was still with his arm up oh, in the yeah, crate, yeah, yeah. and the monster was taking his sweet fucking cup of cakes time why don't he try to pull him away then this is 100 because he's just hanging there but he ate this motherfucker whole yeah like what the hell 100 but this is like this is the moment that like kind of pissed me off about it because again like how effective would this scene be if it Gushing was glory blood. as fuck like, like there was blood trails but it wasn't just yeah, but you see all that later. Yeah. Like, it doesn't happen, like, during the scene. Like, all you get is, like, I don't know what this is supposed to be. Drool. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> He's salivating to get this. That's what it like. It's definitely not. morsel. It's 100% not blood. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> sucking him up like a Japanese person sucks up ramen noodles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see some chopsticks pop out. Like, <laughs> try to grab him. <laughs> But yeah, he just fucking eats this motherfucker whole. Just yeah, like Jesus Christ. So, you know, now why the monster didn't jump out this fucking crate and just run the fuck off right there? Nah, that's cool. I don't know. But Professor runs out. But you know what? I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with it because the way they describe it, like after he goes and runs in, what was his name? Charlie. 
That's fine. Yeah. Charlie, I guess, was the uh, about grad the, student uh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, he runs into him, tries to explain it to him, and Charlie's like, the fuck are you talking about? And then they go back to the classroom. Crate ain't there no more. Yeah, we have, like, a bloody mess. Like, you have blood, and then you have, like, the trail where th- th- this monster obviously got out of this crate. To drug his crate. To back. drug the crate over. It's yeah. not like he sat in the crate and fucking Mario Carted his little ass back in this fucking thing. Right, I mean, like, you know. He went back to a safe spot. The, yeah, the monster's been there for so long. He, 147 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, he has this little safety blanket <laughs> that is his little hole. So, they're like, okay. And he's like, no. Oh, God, he moved the crate. He's loose. They see the trail. So they- now, here's the thing. He is loose. Yeah. He is. Yeah. That's because, like, this scene, like, Charlie goes over there, and he's like, oh, shit. And he goes to get the fucking boot uh-huh. because he's like, I want to examine these teeth marks, see how big the bite is and shit like that. He's in there. All of a sudden, this motherfucker comes out from behind him. <laughs> yeah. Like, nobody saw him staying in there. This is a pretty good death. It's a good death, but I think it's... It's shitty because the angle the monster comes from, he would have been. Yeah, he would have been right there. At the grace, yeah. you would have seen his ass just standing there. Like, literally would have been hanging out there the whole fucking time. Yeah, it's not like he just pops out of nowhere. Like, yeah. <laughs> you'd have been like, hey, what's this hairy motherfucker doing standing there? But his actual death, like, he gets pretty fucked up. Oh, dude. Yeah. What is He's he like, clawed in the face. Right. His head, like, smashed on the wall. He gets fucking Dalton really fast. Yeah. Neck bit. <laughs> so shit like that. Like, God damn, Charlie gets fucked up. And. Professor tries to go over there. Monster's like, no, no, no. And the professor's like, fuck this. Fuck the professor. He's such a coward. He's so like, like he kind of goes and tries to like, like, oh, I might fucking help you out. But it's like, damn, man. So now this monster's gotten too motherfucking. Right. You think this son of a bitch would be fucking full? These two fucking full-size fucking humans. Nah, man. He ain't eaten in 147 years. He's fucking... He's chilling, dude. He's famished. (laughs) He needs some grub. So instead of locking that door, doing whatever, he just goes on over to fucking Henry's house. Yeah. Like, what's up, player? Let me tell you about this shit. But he's got blood all over him. He's all fucked up. And Henry's like, fuck is wrong with you? This is done really well. So like the professor's like freaking out. And Henry immediately... Fucking creates this plan well, in his head. At first, he's like, "What the fuck are you yeah, talking about?" Yeah, he's like, "What are you talking but about?" But like, once, once he, gets he like story, breaks it down, he's like, "Oh, oh, I got this." And he drugs the professor. <laughs> he's Let's like, have one more drink to talk about this. There was so goddamn funny. He's like, "I have to pee. <laughs> I'll be back in a minute." <laughs> he fucking he Bill Cosby the shit out of this professor. <laughs> He comes back and he's like, one more drink? Yeah. The professor's like, oh, I think I'm good. He's like, no. We need one to talk this I over. I think we need one more. <laughs> you ready for a pudding pop? I'm like, oh, shit. Because he put like three fucking pills in his bitch. Like, oh, my God, dude. Like, dude was out. That's so funny, man. And then the like, way- this dude is so obsessed with the idea of killing his wife. Yeah. He's, he's willing to go through all this shit to do it. But, like... And then writes that elaborate fucking note. I know, dude. Like, he came up with this idea so fast. <laughs> he, he's been fucking saving this bitch. And then he does that, goes there, and cleans up all the fucking mess. Yeah. So it's not like he went to, what was it, Emerson Hall. He went there, cleaned up the mess, went back home, wrote a fucking note, 
When Bet Amerson, yeah. no, he wrote this note knowing, okay, I got to go there. 100%. If this motherfucker's telling the truth, I got to clean all this shit up. Yeah, I already need to have it set up. Now, granted, the story he gave her, we, we say it's a great story. It's, but it's janky as shit it's when you so get there. It's so weird, yeah. Like, she's, but also, it works because it's as if he, like, he knows his wife. Yeah. So he knows that she's going to be fucked up. Yeah. You know? And she... And he knows that she's going to come no matter what. Yeah. Because of the whole, what would you do without me kind of thing. Uh-huh. Like, she runs this household. Yeah. So if he appears to be You're helpless, so good at this stuff. Exactly. You know? <laughs> so, yes, it is a janky story, but it still works. Like, she's in the fetal position under the stairs. Right. Why the fuck is she under the stairs? Like, what the hell does Stanley do to this chick? I also love that, like... This story, even though that it's short, takes its time to show you him cleaning all this shit up and going through all the motions. Oh, yeah, definitely. I I mean, I like the whole like it's a break that it needed, like a lull to set us up for another high. It's like a a slow burn buildup. Right. You know what's coming and you're like, oh, okay, let's go through the fucking motions of this. Let's not jump right into it, you know. Right. I flipped the page of this comic book and now I'm in the mix. Nah. Exactly. And so, you know, by now, she shows up. He's got everything fucking cleaned. I mean, this motherfucker, he was better than goddamn Janitor Mike. <laughs> so, and then he's like, go under there. Go under. Because you think, all he knows is there's a crate down there. He don't know if this monster's real or not. Right. He didn't. Oh, fuck yeah. With he it. doesn't know. You know, yeah. he's, 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 he's banking, betting on this. Yeah. He's just banking on the fact that it's there. Yeah. Like, well, I saw blood. I saw this shit. I know Stanley didn't go around murking motherfuckers. So, which the story gives you as well because, like, he doesn't allow enough time to pass when, when she's going underneath the stairs. He kind of freaks out. Like, she goes, starts going down the stairs, and he immediately freaks out and starts trying to, like, push, push her, in, her there. in there. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, damn. Like, he can't handle, like, waiting for it. Like, yeah. he needs this to happen now. And he's like, come on. And then, like, she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And then he starts, like, banging her off of it. <laughs> yeah. I love like, how, like, she's fine with this afterwards. Yeah, well, well, she was pissed off. She's like, that's fucking it. She's like, you want to get hit? And she hit him with the purse, you know? And it's yeah, like... But, like this isn't like this isn't the reaction someone would have. No, because the minute he was grabbing and pushing, you figured she would have been like, "Get the fuck off me!" Right. And the fact that she sat there and shit like that, and the look of defeat on his face, like, "God damn it, there's nothing fucking here. This is a fucking now. I got to put up with this shit again." And then all the damn Alakazam fucking <laughs> bam, this fucking monster pops out, <laughs> and fucking he's got this look of like it's a mix of oh shit. Thank you, fucking Christ, you <laughs> yeah. know? And then she gets fucking eaten. Yes. Like, game on, motherfucker. Fantastic. You know, the big payoff. It's beautiful. And then the fact that he puts the little lock on it. Yeah. Which, he put the two chains around it, locked it twice. There's still a goddamn gap for this monster to be sticking his little fucking claws out. 100%. Like, dude, you didn't, you didn't do this tight enough. You know? <laughs> yeah. And... I forget where he said he took it to, but the quarry, the quarry. And he was like, man, I got rid of this motherfucker. Shoot. Done. No, you should have left it under the goddamn steps. Again, like the filmmakers like took their time with this one. Like they show you this happen. Like, it's not just like he's reciting it to the professor. Yeah. Like he's going through the motion. Like there's a reason why this one stands out above the rest of them. Like this, 
story, even though it's short, really takes its time to give you everything that you need to see. Exactly. It's really fucking well done. But he should have never threw it in the fucking water because that AT-34 Arctic wood broke broken water. And now the monster Here's is the out. I get that. But, like, is the monster going to come after them, though? Like, probably not. Nah, the monster don't know you what I'm saying. Like, unless he's got it's good kind of like, honestly, like, who fucking cares? Yeah. <laughs> like, that monster going to be hitchhiking down the fucking road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, here, here's it. It's going to kill some people, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Someone's going like, to get it. But someone's going to kill it. And then he's going to end up in a government lab yeah. and they're going to test it. These two ass. old dudes are still going to be playing chess while this shit's going on. <laughs> they're not going to get affected by this at all. And it's not like. Really, like, let's put realism in this. I mean, how's he going to explain, like, wife's dead, the janitor's fucking dead, this grad student's dead, you know, like, yo, all these people just ran the fuck off. Like, I don't know, man. Last time I saw my wife, she was getting drunk. Shit went down. <laughs> and it's not like the monster going to get interrogated and be like, yo, I ate this bitch, I ate that bitch. Actually, it's in their best interest that the monster is found. Yeah, so they could be like, yo, this motherfucker was eating yeah. people. But then again... They're going to go to jail because they're going to be like, so after he ate your wife. Oh, after all the bullshit? You yeah. went home and played chess. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? There's no really yeah. a good way to explain your way out of any of this. <laughs> like, fuck it, we're just going to have our cup of coffee right now. And sorry I had to drug you, but Stanley, but take it. I don't know. I would have tried to... Honestly, I think I would have tried to... Blame it all on the professor. No, you know what I'd have done? Straight up. They had campus security. Yes. I would have, after his wife got eaten, I'd have been like, yo, all you had to do was go to college be like, there's a monster under these goddamn steps in a fucking crate. I'm not kidding. It just ate my fucking wife. And they come in. Yeah, I locked it back up. Yeah. They, you know, fuck with the crate. They hear it moving. Guess what? They... Throw a fucking grenade in the crate, whatever like that. Guess what? <laughs> Problem fucking solved, man. Because guess what? Yeah, that's the thing is like he didn't need to throw it in the fucking yeah, glory. It wasn't necessary. You could have literally just gone to the authorities. You have it trapped. Yeah. I have a fucking monster, man. Yeah. I mean, granted, they're going to be like, sir, we're not buying your bullshit. Be like, but you okay. got proof. Okay, chunk. It's like the time you said 50 Iranian terrorists took over the Sizzler. No, I'm not lying about this. <laughs> this is a fucking crate. He could have drove that crate to the fucking police station. Sure. And be like, this monster just ate my fucking wife. And they'll be like, shut the fuck up. Now, my granny, he probably gonna get put in cuffs. But guess what? When they open that fucking crate, they're gonna find out, motherfucker exactly. ain't full of shit. Maybe if you cops get eaten. Yeah. <laughs> shit needs to happen. <laughs> but now you just unleash this fucking monster <laughs> on everybody. You fuck. At you least you'll be in a jail cell. Yeah. <laughs> Until the monster, shows up, the monster shows up sitting in there with him. <laughs> cuffs. Petting him on the head. <laughs> a little three foot eight running around eating people. Jesus. But no, this was the best story out of all of them. Absolutely. <laughs> but like I said, I, I, I still give this one five out of five. I just. The only reason I give it four out of five is because it needed more blood. That's all. And I need to know. In Creepshow 1.5, where this monster went to. <laughs> Maybe he's just swimming laps down there. I don't know. Could be. I would like some closure he's on He's just this. hanging out in the quarry. I'm Shit. tired of them always leaving us with, I didn't get to see Richard drown. I mean, I got to see Jordy blow his fucking head off. You know, That's I true. get closure out of some of these. A couple of them. Not getting closure out of some of them. But we do get closure out of the next one. Oh, yeah. They're creeping up on you. <laughs> 
Bills. You know what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> ain't that the goddamn truth? Every goddamn month. Every fucking month. You know what? I enjoyed this one. Yeah, for as short as it was. You know, like, I thought it was actually pretty well done. It was better than Jordy. 100%. Yeah. I thought it was better, like, I think this is my third favorite. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was solid. Like, it was one of those, like... If you take out like the comic overlays, I think this could be like a nice little standalone short film. Um, stories like I mean, this, like the story in this one reminds me of like a classic short film story. Like yeah. it's very like very simple. It just has a a simple punch to it. Like it's there's nothing complicated about it at all. I like, mean, like to me the the thing about this one, like it. It don't give you the details of like what this guy's real business is. He's just I think a ruthless fucking businessman that takes over businesses. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah, and you know he's a prick. Yeah, he's piece a piece of, of shit. shit. Like straight up piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, just. And I think actually the story does a good job at showing that he's a piece of shit. Like, yeah, and I mean he plays the character well. Like y'all don't give a fuck. Right. Uh, while he's also dealing with his own weird manic episode that he's having like like the thing that i like about this is like he's this, a this may not be real what do you mean like this might not have happened this might be in his head oh it's possible i don't know i mean story purposes i would like to go with this happened to him right he deserved it but here's the thing i'm not saying he didn't die like he oh. definitely died but my point is like at the end it seems like this is more going on in his head. Yeah, because the, the the whole roaches was kind of like overkill. Right, exactly. Like, so like we have like this crazy roach infestation. Roaches go away, but then the roaches are inside of him. That kind of thing. Like, yeah, I'm not saying. My I think my point is is like it could go. It could be either way. It could be something supernatural. It could be, um. He had something wrong with him. Maybe he stroked out or something like that, or had an well, aneurysm. Well, I think I think like, he had a heart attack in the panic room. Right. So, like, well, that's my point. Is like this could be some kind of like uh, delusion. Yeah. You know, and it could be figment of his fucking imagination. Right. He just he he might have saw the one roach at the beginning. Right. And then set him off. Built him up. Kept building, yeah. building, building, building. Because I mean, you think when you first meet him. Like I said, it don't really say much. And uh, who does he talk to at the beginning? Um, uh, one of um, his employees, it's right? like his right hand man yeah, or whatever. Like you that. know, and like you can tell he's just a dick. He's like, you don't get paid to be in the office, you know, overtime or whatever. Like, <laughs> what a dickhead! Yeah. And, and this dude's just trying to tell him that the fucking the merger went through. Yeah, the like, merger went through, the and the guy whatever. fucking killed himself. Yeah, and he's like, okay, he's happy about fuck. it. Yeah, like, like good. Fuck him. I ain't got to give him a board seat. Like, <laughs> damn, dick. Yeah, this guy is a straight up piece of shit. And you know, I think that's when he sees the first roach. Yeah, because he's like, I gotta call you back. I think that dude's name was George. Yeah, he's, he's like, going through this the entire time. Like we start off, this is already happening. The whole roach thing yeah. is already going on. Yeah. Um, well, he talks a little bit to George, and the roach yeah. shows up. Um. So yeah, he gets like preoccupied with that. I'm having a bug problem. And at this point, it's just kind of like one... It seems like one roach is fucking with him, basically. <laughs> Keeps coming back. Um, 
And then the wife of that dude who killed himself calls him. Oh, my God. Dude, I'm sorry. This is going to sound like fucked up. But the way he was talking back to her, I mean, I was like, Jesus Christ. Dude, I, was, I mean, I was laughing because I was like, this dude is such oh, a fucking I was dick. laughing, too, dude, because it's so over the top. Yeah. It's so I heard he went ridiculous. out with a bang. Like, what a fucking dickhead. Like, <laughs> God damn. It's fucking cold, like, bro. <laughs> and he's like, I don't give two fucks. Yeah, he didn't give a like, shit, man. You know, it was like, I can't remember everything he fucking said, but it was ruthless. It yeah. was like, he could have just been like, I'm sorry for your loss. You know, I had to take over this business, you know, whatever. But no, heard he went out with a bang. Like, right. You motherfucker. <laughs> and he's already talked about the the uh, building's maintenance man. Like, yeah. how he's supposed to, like, he's on vacation, but he's supposed to be there. He needs to call him in the next 30 minutes or he's going to lose his job and all this fucking Like, bullshit. when did you own the building maintenance man? This is like your home. Yeah, like this ain't your fucking fuck? business. And you keep it like, I think I get. Is that the next person we talk to? He call. I think the dude finally calls him on the phone. Yes. And you know, tells him he's at Disneyland or whatever, and he's like, "Well, next year you can go to Disneyland with your welfare check." Like, uh, yeah. Jesus Christ! Like fuck, dude. Like, and then I guess that guy gets Mister White. I guess that's his name. Uh huh. To answer fucking home dude's fucking problems. And that just seemed like a shitty and now exchange. We, yeah. Then we get like, like everything that's happening with like his exchanges with other characters, like which are just disembodied voices, basically. For the most part, except for Mister White, um, every single exchange is to solidify the fact that he deserves what's happening to him. Yeah, he is a piece of shit that deserves nothing less than this. Or nothing mm-hmm. more than this, or nothing less than this. Yeah. And like the exchange he actually has with Mr. White at the door with that weird fucking peephole magnifying glass. <laughs> yeah. That was fucking creepy as shit. But the way like he's talking down to Mr. White. But then he's like, like, and he even says, like, I want to say it was like a very like racist type comment. Yeah. Because he was like, he's like, colored people helping or something. Like, no, what he says is like something about color. Dude, this is like crazy racist like what he's saying is is that people like basically what he's saying is black people tend to do well in, in uh, service jobs in service jobs like that's fucked up dude yeah. like god damn so Guess again what? another knock it you need to die bitch. right another another exchange that just puts the nail in the fucking coffin like yeah you are garbage you are fucking I'm glad you get killed by fucking brooches. <laughs> <laughs> but, and like, meanwhile, also while these little exchanges. And he died, like, and it's a very much like death by plague kind of thing. Yeah. Like, it's intense. But the way it builds, like, like, like I said, after these exchanges and the, the view roach here, view roach there shit. And before the rolling blackout, you know, when he's looking out the window and he's even describing like people are like insects. You got to crush them. You right. Know, bugs. Fuck you. I'm going to survive. Came from nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I came from Hell's sure. Kitchen. Fuck right. you. And then the rolling blackout comes and that's like, well, before that, he's eating his cereal. Whatever, whatever. the fuck. He's like oats. Yeah. <laughs> bowl of oats, son. And Dude, I don't even know what this is. What makes him go over to the blender and they start going through it? Honestly, like, I think like. He, he probably had like a little leg like in his mouth and he just crunched it a little bit. And then he walked over, saw the one in the blender, uh-huh. and then he <laughs> pours the bag out and like a bunch of them fall the fuck fucking out. bunch of roaches come out. Like, yeah. God damn, dude. 
And I love this progression. Like the progression is very well done. Um, especially like after he sees the rolling blackout. Yeah, sees it coming. Right. So he sees it coming, but also like we have a little time in between, like his building being blacked out. Mm-hmm. Um, which that scene I thought was fantastic. Like it builds up until this moment where all these roaches are basically cascading onto him while the while his building is going into blackout. Yeah. Like it's really fucking well done. Yeah. And they're I mean they're coming out of everything. And this plays on a fear that a lot of people have. Like this fear of insects uh being covered in insects basically is a huge fear for a lot of people. Me personally, it's not. I've actually experienced something like this multiple times um when I worked as an exterminator. Like this actually isn't that it's over the top, but I've walked into houses that were this infested. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, I couldn't live there. I mean, I don't have, like, a fear of the shit, but, like, that massive amount, like, yeah. come on, dude. And then the fact, you know, like, I'm, I agree with you. I like the build up and that and how, like, when the power goes out and he finally goes over and hits, like, the emergency power button or whatever. And then he's trying to call Mr. White to get his ass up there <laughs> yeah. to get these bugs. He's stuck in the elevator. <laughs> yeah, I'm stuck in the elevator. There's a blackout. And he's like, you get out of that elevator. How? How? No, dude. I got to wait till the power comes on. He tells him that. <laughs> also, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. And then he's wigging out. You know, they're all on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he goes to the panic room. And <laughs> this is where I kind of agree with you that this is kind of like, it's got to be all in his head. Yeah. Because when he gets in there... The phone rings and it's that fucking wife again. Like, <laughs> yeah, I hope yeah. you fucking die. You're gonna <laughs> like, whoa, wait a fucking minute, man. Like, what? Oh, and then man. the bed starts moving. The blanket. Like, what? I love this effect, dude. I think and as soon great. as he flips it, they're all I think it's really well done. But then that's when he has the heart attack. Yes. And that's when, you know, he fucking dies. He fucking dies. And then the roaches explode out of his body. <laughs> Which it's, it's funny because like, when the power comes back on, there's no roaches anywhere outside. Right. And then, like you said, they fucking pop out so of his I'm ass. Saying, like, it, it probably does lean more to like supernatural, but I, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, yes, it probably is more of a supernatural thing, and it did happen. But I think you could also argue the fact that this just happened in his head. Yeah. I mean, it could go both ways. Right. But the whole panic room full of fucking roaches, like, geez, that's, that's overkill. It was even cool. Though, I actually thought like it was pretty well done. Pretty cool. Yeah, I liked it, but it's like, damn, that's over the top with some fucking roaches. Mm-hmm. But as far as like a story goes, like like I said, like this works really well as a short story. Like, but it's it's very, very simple. Like there's nothing really to like grasp onto. Yeah. Like it's just kind of like shitty dude gets, you know, fucked up by roaches. I did like there's a lot of like symbolism in that, but I mean like at the same time, like, are you really going to grasp onto that while you're watching it like in a theater like probably not yeah i mean i i, I did like how mr white when he finally got back in touch when he's like bugs got your tongue like, <laughs> yeah. damn son like you again put all, does that he put all the roaches in his house again does that lead more towards like it being in his head yeah you know like, like it feels so surreal like the entire situation it feels like a hallucination and he worked himself up to a heart attack good job exactly Ups and Pratt. <laughs> Motherfucker. But I like this one. Yeah. I, I like, I think it's 
I think it's solid. Uh, I think it was done well. Yeah. You know, I mean, I give this one, I'd say three and a half out of five. Sure. But if now, knowing that we've done all five movies or little short stories, I think still the first one should have been Tied You Over. I agree. In my opinion, the second one should have been Jordy still, just to get it out of the way. Just get it out of the way, yeah. Then it should have been Father's Day. Uh-huh. Then it should have been this one with the roaches, and then the crate should have ended it. I agree. Because the crate, you know, it was long enough, solid ending, because, I mean, obviously, that's how I would like to view this fucking movie. Sure. But then we still got, what is it, the epilogue? Yeah. The ending, where we go back to the real world. And the garbage men are picking garbage up. Yeah, one of them's Savini, too. Yeah. And they're some asshole garbage men. I know. Because, like, they're just throwing lids at people's houses and I shit. I did like, like the whole fucking kicking the lid off and fucking uh, yeah. other dude catching. Yeah. Like, damn. pretty good. But they find the comic book. And they're like, oh, I love comic books. Yeah, me too, you know. Hey, you know, you can get this. Oh, the voodoo doll's already been gotten. So, you mean to tell me in the past, like, six hours from... We'll say 12 hours. Here's nighttime to daytime. You don't know how long he's had it. Yeah. <laughs> but Billy's got this goddamn voodoo doll. Yeah. And little shithead stabbing the fuck out of it. Yeah, like, so his dad is chilling with the mom downstairs eating breakfast. Right? Yeah. And he calls for Billy to bring his ass downstairs. Right. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, I can't, I couldn't sleep last night, blah, 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 blah. Probably the store, and then like it seems like maybe he got something like caught in his throat or something, or the back of his or neck. Or his, like, it seems his back, his neck hurt, was hurting or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's like stiff neck, you know. Blah blah. Can I get you some Bengay? Yeah, <laughs> let me get the Bengay. <laughs> but then Billy's upstairs, just fucking going to goddamn town yeah. with his fucking doll. So the dad actually starts having like a real issue with his like his neck. Yeah, and we cut to Billy just sticking a needle over and over again into this fucking voodoo doll. <laughs> I mean, what, what, what's with the neck, Billy? Why don't you go over the dick? You know, <laughs> dude, you just kept hitting that neck, bro. Yeah, he was like, nah, dude. Protect your neck, dad. What yeah. up, Wu Tang? <laughs> <laughs> Should have Wu Tang financial. Never <laughs> find your bonds, Stan. <laughs> but yeah, he's just sticking the snot out of him. I mean, obviously, I'm guessing he ends up murking him. But then, what's he going to do? Go downstairs and just eat a bowl of cornflakes? I mean... Well, Probably he is a little psychopath. <laughs> like, what's wrong with that? He's dead. Oh, my God. Well, oh, fantastic. Yo, can I get some uh, sugar yeah. for these cornflakes? And <laughs> <I'm> like, what? <laughs> and then he's like, go ahead and get Mally, Mom. Your ass next. That's right. <laughs> you got your will fucking figured out? <laughs> Bitch ass. And then, I think the closing, you see the creep. Again, he do yeah. the comic book version. I wanted to see that fucking mannequin out there. Yeah, hey, you only see again. that thing once. This shit was funny. <laughs> I needed that thumbs up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I see the string that's holding your ass out this fucking window. Oh my god! But I mean, overall, it, I, 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 it's fun. It's it's long, but it's worth a watch. Yeah, for sure. it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah. I mean, one hundred percent. The crate. And something to tide you over are the strong points of this. I agree. Yeah. They're they're the two strongest, followed by uh the what was the last one called? The they're creeping coming, up on you. They're creeping up on you. Yeah, creeping like up on you. And then I'd say, like I said, Father's Day, and then last of the bunch is Jordy Barrel. Good God, Jordy. With thank, the Amish dad in hell. Thank <laughs> the God he killed himself. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was a saving grace of that one. <laughs> oh, God, help me. Good God. <laughs> fucking Chia Pet just blew his fucking head off. <laughs> but all right, guys, that's all we really got here. We've been recording for so goddamn long. Oh, man. Um, yep. Appreciate you guys listening. Uh, we hope to have you next week. Oh, God damn it. What I was about to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to recommend any movies to us, please hit us up on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. Uh, if you want to send us any stories for Fear for Brains, please send them to trashforbrains at gmail.com. That's trashfrbrains at gmail.com. Again, thank you for listening this week, and we will thank you for the Halloween <laughs> story. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> but nah, hope y'all enjoy it. Yeah. And. You'll hear from us soon next week. You'll see us next week. No, you'll hear us. <laughs> I'm not tired of this every goddamn time, Phil. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm going to rip your teeth out. Join us next week. <laughs> you happy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>